Hey, this is Daryl Strawberry, and you listen to the Daniel Baldwin Show. What can I say about my brother Daniel that hasn't already been said dozens of times in police reports? Jim Kelly, you're listening to Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN Radio. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show. Someone take me away. Take me away that from was the confusion. A, that was a scream of horror. Take me take me away from the confusion and the apathy that is now the show. So I go up to the Jim Kelly uh, Celebrity Golf Tournament, and I grab Chris Berman, arguably the most famous ESPN anchor of all time, the Swami himself. I get a quick, you know, some promos from guys, different guys that are there. I got uh, Cornelius Bennett. I got... Um, Bruce Smith. Uh, Bruce Smith. Dean Kane, formerly known as Superman, who actually played for the Buffalo Bills when he got out of college. Uh, anyway, so I get these, and I, of course, immediately, very excited, um, send copies of them via text message to Paulie, and Paulie gives me a cool. I send them to the great one, Ed Levine. I get nothing. Nothing. So the great one wasn't impressed. Uh, but, but I had hoped that <laughs> nearly a month later. It's been four days. Five what? days. The tournament was on the fourth of the uh, uh, of this month. It's now the fourteenth. It's been thirteenth. Yeah, it's 13th. been nine, nine days. Nine days. Nine days. Settled down. Nine, yeah, nine, nine days. days. Nine days. Well, because the production, you know, I, I realize that we have a budget on this show and we do use the money for advertising. <laughs> so, so because of the amazing amount of money that we put out for advertising on ESPN Radio, I gave them to Joshua, who has a template I, you, you that know, he just has to insert them into. You know what? It was funny because I asked Josh about it, and Josh threw you under the bus first. Remember, you were here for that. And then um, I, I asked Josh again. I just said, hey, man, do we get it? He goes, ah, nah, you know, really busy. <laughs> really He's busy. not really busy. I've been super He's busy. Swamped, man. What's the matter with you? I got my... Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. You, on the other hand, have had He's, days off. And Yesterday, <laughs> Josh was in the office doing nothing now, because now, he was stuck here all now day. Now, let's talk... Uh, Josh is very busy, man. I think, you better, <laughs> I, think you, I think you better grab... Or you better send it out to Seth or somebody. Just tell him to do it. You're the boss. <laughs> no, I'll handle it. Okay, so so got a legion of dummies out there that can help out a little bit. Yeah, Sama, come on, take the pressure. The guy's got the number one show with the whole place. <laughs> number one. Did fifteen hours Monday. I did twelve hours yesterday. Right, I mean, right. Like you got nothing better to do than this show. Not that I'm putting putting the making excuse. Listen, listen but. if I was upset about it, I'd come to you privately. I realize that when you're the leader of morning radio in an entire city, you should get a certain amount of respect. You should get a certain amount of respect. Respect me. <laughs> he was sitting on the couch for three hours yesterday playing trivia. 20 minutes. I played HQ at three. Guy works that hard. He deserves some type of distraction, oh, some yes. mental stimulation. Yes. You know, then he goes home and gets a little physical. <laughs> and then he guys got to go to sleep. Thank you. Thank you. Guys, didn't you at six o'clock in the morning for God's sake? Okay. Good. You, you know guys that? done. Uh, All right. No, we're not doing that yet. So the reason why Paulie took a. Wow. I'll get it done. I'll get it well, done today. As soon as we get off here, 11 o'clock will be the first thing I do. I don't want to talk about that anymore. That's done. Paulie said he was handling it. I don't okay. know why you're overdoing it. You got mm-hmm. another show to get ready for. You got fans. You got fan pages to respond to. I got a so what I'm, I'm ready for right Seriously. now. So, Paulie took the day off, and I said, honestly, in defense of you, I went, Paulie takes, gets a day off? For what? They go, he can get home until like 5 o'clock in the morning from now. What is now all, all, all I know is called. The Yankee game. What was the Yankee Met game? Yeah, we went to the Yankees Mets games. Took some listeners down on the bus with with Seth. Yep, seated on the moon. All right, can you can you please tell me what that was like? Riding with Seth. Yeah, I uh, brought a friend with me, so I had a buffer in between Seth and I. So 
you bought a blocker? Yeah, I bought a Seth blocker. <laughs> wow, who'd you bring? Just my buddy Joe. We had one extra ticket, so threw him oh, on that, there. That's a lead. That's a flag on the planet. He was like flag. SPF seventy, keeping <laughs> Seth blocked out of there. <laughs> yeah. So Seth Prevention seventy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we. Uh, so what goes on in this bus? This is a long bus ride. We we got caught in traffic on the way it's down there. It's gonna be a five-hour bus ride. Yeah, Frank's Frank's Tours did a great job. We got mm-hmm. caught. The bus was really comfortable. We got caught in traffic. It took us seven hours to get down there. Seven hours. Yeah. Did you get down there in time for the game? Yeah, we made it. We left at twelve. We got there about an hour before first pitch, and got to see City Field. It's beautiful. We sat near the moon. It was it was a good time. And so, what happens now? Now, now you've done seven there. You do three more down there. Four. We do. We do five back, and we're five. <laughs> oh we're God. good. Wow, that'd be brutal. The bus people do these bus trips all the time. It was fun. They it's lovely chargers on the bus you could plug into. Just zone out on the phone. Watch the phone. Yeah, it was a really quiet, well-behaved group of people. Oh, I think a headset in my phone kicking back isn't so bad. No, it's what four out, four and a half down, four and a half back. Yeah, if you we're don't get seven down and five back. Yeah. Seven down. Not, were you not? No, I heard you. Are you I heard, in this I heard, show? What's that? What's <laughs> were you not here for that part? No, I heard you. I heard you. But it was... <laughs> All right, just make sure that's it was right. A good, it was a good time. We had, we had a good time. There was one really bizarre thing that happened on this trip. Okay, I got to hear it. This is what I'm waiting. I know something. This has got to be Seth Gate. No, it, it, it didn't have anything to do with Seth. Uh, a guy got on the bus and said, play my DVD. Like, it was... He's, here's my DVD. He sets it down on the table. Where does this take place? On the bus. He's like getting in the, on the bus. Oh, a guy that's traveling yeah, with he's you. He's getting on the bus and he sets the DVD on the table in front of me on the bus. Just play my DVD. It's every issue win for like the past thirty years on a DVD, like highlights of all their wins. And I can't take a DVD that a stranger has given me. Yeah, because it could say anything on it. And put it into the DVD player. It could be anything. It could be him videotaping highlights off of YouTube with his cell phone and chopping them together. It could be porn. You'd it could have no be idea, anything. Right? I mean, it's yeah. 99.9% chance it wasn't porn, but I can't play it. And he's and it's a captive audience, too. So we got like 40 people on now, a bus. Just to go up on a screen? On the screens to on the bus, yeah. I see. So, so he claims it's a compilation of all the SU victories. Yeah, yeah, so. And I don't play it. And about midway through uh, the bus ride down, a Twitter account has been created. Not an old Twitter account. A Twitter account has been created and is tweeting it myself, Seth, and ESPN Syracuse. Play the DVD. <laughs> so this guy's made a burner account to harass us on the bus. This guy's Philadelphia 76ers Play the DVD. Put the DVD on. Put it play on. The DVD. It, it, I, these guys, I can't believe they You don't know what you're missing out on. It's cool. So, 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 so play the tape forward for me. Let's say it's him full frontal with his boyfriend or whatever it's going to be. It's off in a second. Does it hurt anybody to throw it on? Like, I'm, I'm trying to understand the... Where's the... It's not like we're putting it on the people, air. No, but people paid money for this, and I don't want <clears throat> to have to refund money because we showed dongs to everybody or something. What if something? it was awesome, though? What if it was awesome? We, I can't roll the dice. Did you put anything on the TVs? No. They were just off. No. You can't force people that paid money 
to watch something they don't want to watch. Couldn't put on like Homeward Bound or something, a nice movie. What happens if you stand up in a bus and hold the DVD? Yes! Gosh, shot scored. Just, <laughs> just swore on the radio with the BS term. Yeah. Uh, but then if it was bogus... Why wouldn't you know? Then they could pummel Freddie on the on the on the bus. So nice. as the trip continues to go, we'll call him Freddie from mm-hmm. now yeah, on. Freddie. Freddie has decided that he's going to take some adult beverages. Down. Freddie's going to get Freddie's the ride. I can't wait for the ride back with Freddie because so, he didn't play it. Go ahead. So Freddie gets a little. Bud Light in them on the way down. So this is the way down? I thought this was the way back. No, no, Imagine the staring so, after. Oh. So. As we're, the game goes on, he drinks some more beers. He gets on the bus, and he sees the DVD still on the table, and he looks directly at Seth and I, and he goes, play the effing DVD. Like, yeah, man. Like, oh, he's got beer muscles you. now. Now he's got beer muscles. Now you got five hours yeah. with Freddie sitting behind you. Anything can happen. Yeah. So he's play, He's swearing at us now, play the effing DVD. I would have whipped it right at his face. I would have just taken it. Well, if you wanted to wind up, see what got. Yeah, just snap it. Oh, that would have been Oops, badass. Can't play it. Yeah, I'll play it. Snap. Can't play it. Freddie would have reached in a bag. He has 400 more. <laughs> I'll run back. Yeah. It's his mixtape. Yeah. This, this was that guy who needed his mixtape played. How old is Freddie? Uh, Mid 20s, upper 20s. Oh, he's a young guy. Yeah. And. Uh, He's not old enough to be angry yet. No. Oh, wait until Freddie Freddy sees Paulie on the streets in 10 years. Just pummels he's going to be on his way to the post office, man. <laughs> Paulie. It's going to be like better off dead. I want my $2. This guy's going to be following me around. <laughs> totally. <laughs> Pay my DVD. Totally. No, no, it's going to be uh, uh, Kevin Buckman. Mm-hmm. Remember Kevin Buckman? No. Kevin Buckman. Do you remember the movie Parenthood? With oh, Steve Martin. Steve Martin. Steve yeah, Martin. Yeah. You made me play second base. Yes, and he climbs up yes. in the tower in yep. Texas. <laughs> yep, yep. Hey, it's Kevin Buckman. He's Freddie snap Buckman. On you. Freddie Buckman. So we stop at a rest stop on the way back. And so we're halfway home. And he walks in after getting his drink and going to the restroom and just disgusted. Give me this effing thing. Like snaps it up off the table and brings How it back. How dare you? Brings you know, it back. You know what though? You know what though? This is one of those guys, Freddie. I know you're out there listening. You're mesmerized by Polly now. You're obsessed with Polly. <laughs> he's gonna kill me. So see, listen, <laughs> yeah. he's outside right now. He's waiting. Did you ever see Talk Radio? The movie Talk Radio. <laughs> yes. When the guy said, oh, "Excuse me, Mr. Champlain. Hey, I'm even a big just guns him down in the parking lot. That's gonna be you, Polly. I'll do your eulogy. Um, so so. This is a guy that knew he was going on this trip and literally sat in and really put some time into this. I guarantee it. Yeah, he. I don't know. If he I, I would on be it. willing to bet you whatever. It is nothing more than what he had. But he was way into. He's one of those nerdy. Just wanted to. Really and what if the production was phenomenal? I know. I what if it was unbelievable? Like 30, uh, 30 for thirty at level. Yeah. Right, like right. he goes out, he sends it into ESPN, <laughs> yeah. and they're like, "This is oh, right. he's hired." And it wins a can- like oh, he just, Grammys yeah. and stuff. Yeah, you know what it does? He's going to add a piece onto it. You know what it does? Like a special thanks or in memory of. Yeah. He's just going to say, "F you, Paulie." F you, Paulie. <laughs> the bottom of the credits. Tried to. Tried to I'll be that. Like, I'll be that. I'll yeah. be that byline in his and his biography are. that. Yeah, and I tried to play the DVD with some scumbag. You know, yeah. when well, he's up accepting the documentary <laughs> really Academy Awards, yes. and by the way, I just want to thank Polish Sabilia 
for, for, to, for turning his back on me. It drove me even harder I really wanted to make to this great it. film. Paul, I've always looked up to you. I wanted to debut it on your bus trip, yeah. and you, you negated me. I almost gave up all my rights because I almost played it on the Yankee bus. <laughs> <laughs> Follow yeah. your dreams. Don't let people like Paulie shut you down. <laughs> you know, it says that you, can, you have to premiere at the Cannes Film Festival to win. Thank God Paulie didn't play it on the bus, man. I can't, I can't imagine... If I had, because the the group of people was older, I can't imagine if I had put that DVD in and it was bad, or if it was something other than. There, what are, he you said. Heard about there are some decisions you know you, you just you, you never. I once had a film that I wrote, directed, produced, and acted in, and it was at a film festival, and they're it, they're showing it as in, you know one of the two big nights that they have, so it's headlining for this festival. And I get to the thing. I've just walked through the step and repeat outside the red carpet, taken all the pictures, done all the autographs, done all the interviews. I walk in, and the guy literally at the thing says, can I see your ticket, please? And I looked up at him, and I went, I, I, don't, I don't have a ticket. He goes, you can't come in without a ticket. And I looked at the guy, and I went, it, this is my movie that's, that's on the marquee. It's my name. He goes, I don't care what it says outside. You have to have a ticket. <gasps> And, he, and and I was at the end because of the interviews. So everybody's in there, and they're waiting for me to come in and introduce the film on stage. And he did not let me in. And I'm sitting with one bar cell service trying to text the head of the festival going, and, and it's like a 23-year-old kid, yeah. big, big kid yeah. at the door, taking it, goes, you can't come in. And he didn't let me in, and I held him up for like 10 minutes until someone from the festival came down and walked to the kid and went, you, you gotta yeah. be kidding. But this kid was not going to let me in. Wow. I wanted so bad just to go home, but I knew if I did, I wouldn't win the festival. Oh. If, I, if, I, if, I, if I big dogged him. Not not DVD boy, not not Freddy DVD. No, He's, he Freddy, got right in. Freddy, Freddy got killed. Right Let's go to a break, and we're going to come back, and we're going to talk about the amazing golf tournament I played in yesterday. And we've got Cam's Pizza, the delicious Cam's well, what Pizza. What time's Cam's coming? in? Uh, 10.30. Is Big, Tony, is Big Tony coming? I believe so. I, also, I, don't, I don't care who comes as long as they're bringing pizza. I might have to get some soda. I like it. Some of our listeners are sports fans. And then others are sports fans. Sports fans. So relax. You're among friends. ESPN Radio 97.7 and 100.1. Mets and Braves wrap up a two-game set in Atlanta this afternoon. Jacob DeGrom on the mound for the Mets coverage starts at 11.30 here on ESPN Radio 97.7 and 100.1. I'm so excited. It's time for... Uh, um, I just can't hide it. I'm about to lose control and I just can't... Uh, um. So what? It's unlistenable radio. <laughs> you understand me? Uh, Daniel Baldwin Show. We're back. We're going so what? Bring All right. It, bring it, Josh. Because the, the final so what's a big one. So let me get through a couple of these ones. Okay. News is breaking. The 2026 World Cup will be hosted in U.S., Mexico, and Canada. Oh, and they both hate us now. So yeah, that'll be fun. All that stuff going on. It's nothing. <laughs> what's Canada? Those people try to kill the Baldwin brothers in their Bel Air compound. <laughs> their leader's <laughs> eyebrow fell off the other day. Did it really? Yeah. Wow. Justin Thoreau? Trudeau. Trudeau there? Whatever. Thoreau. Yeah, he writes great novels <laughs> yeah. while leading Canada. Very talented. That's a, is that a, it's not a so what then, right? No, we'll, that's we'll, pretty cool. No, that's pretty cool. We'll yeah. get to Did they say what that. cities? Uh, it just came out. So it says U.S., incredibly important. I'm guessing L.A., Vancouver, and... MetLife Stadium. Oh. I'm on the wrong code. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, at MetLife Stadium. Dude. MetLife Stadium down outside of New Jersey. Um, Andrew Luck is reportedly, quote, absolutely ready for week one. He's throwing Good. footballs now. It's about time, Pansy. Wow. Glad he's so healthy. What? So what? The so what for him? So what, Andrew Luck? I like it. It's good for the Colts. Toronto Raptors have promoted assistant coach Nick Nurse to head coach. Why did they... What? If you're not going to go big with that after firing the coach of the year... Yeah, they fire the coach of the year. Yeah, and then they hire his assistant? That is absolutely insane. That is so stupid. It's very Canadian to do something like that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, way to shake it up in Toronto. All right, and now finally, uh, with the NBA Finals behind us... Two names uh, have, are appearing on the top ten point guards of all time, as voted on by people, uh, I don't know, on the internet. Uh, number eight <laughs> is Chris Paul, and number six, Steph Curry. Okay, so uh, number six is Steph Curry already in his whole career. That's amazing. Was he played in the league five, seven years? He's one of the greatest of all time. He's the sixth greatest player of all time in seven greatest years. Greatest point guard. Sixth greatest point guard Gr- of all Greatest time. of all time after playing for six years. Mm-hmm. I, I find that so hard to, how do you assess that? What if he plays five more years and shoots 30? You know what I mean? That's just crazy. But anyway, uh, which begs the question that you asked. Are you going to ask that? I asked you guys, so now you know two of them. What are the rest of the top ten? No, no, no. No, 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 no. You, you want to we know who number one is? No, we were naming the top three. And my yeah. top three were Magic. Um, I'm going to name my top four. Magic Johnson, Jerry West, um, John Stockton, and Pete Maravich. No. You got you got two. You got two. Paulie, who are your top three? I went Magic Maravich and Nash. Number one is Magic Johnson. Okay. Good. Number two, Oscar Robertson. Ooh, oh, big yeah, he's pretty good. That guy was decent. Number three, <laughs> number three, John Stockton. John Stockton gets in at three. Boo! Stockton to Malone. Number four, Isaiah Thomas. Oh, he's good. He was decent. I would have... You forget he was about number him. four all time. You forget about him, how good he was. No, he was really good, but but number four all time. Wow. Number five, Steve Nash. Okay. Number huh? six, Steph Curry. Number seven, Jason Kidd. Jason Kidd was very good. I almost would put Kidd ahead of Tom. I don't know. Who knows? Number eight, Chris Paul. Number nine, Gary Payton. Gary oh, Payton was really good. The glove. And number 10, Allen Iverson. Uh, oh, you know what? I'll put Iverson uh, up to like Iverson's, five. I- Iverson. was, yeah, he's like he was like so unbelievably good. He's my favorite player of all time. Yeah, he 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 took teams. You were talking about uh, uh, Paulie was right. It is very the year that they went to the finals. Their team was if you took Iverson off, they wouldn't have won twenty games. <laughs> I mean, it was like if, if they were that bad, and he he willed them to the finals. He was that great a player. And when he came out, you know, it, John Thompson really saved his life for sure to get to offer him a scholarship and take him to Georgetown and get, and get any sense of because he was definitely off the rails. But God, he was gifted, man. Watching him play, I have a, a Iverson story that uh, I we when Coach Pascaloni was head coach of the football team um, at Syracuse University. Uh, we used to do his radio show from his office, and he had a huge TV in there, and he goes, hey, check this out. He goes, watch this kid play football. And I'm watching, and I'm like, who the hell is that? This kid's like running down the field. Nobody can catch him. Allen Iverson was a higher-recruited football quarterback than a basketball player. Yeah. Oh, wow. And he was, yeah, he was amazing. He goes, that's Allen Iverson. <laughs> How come he didn't do the two-sport thing? Could you not? He's too small to play football. Yeah, he would have got beat up in football. 
couple of the names you did you did say uh, made the top fifteen at least. Jerry West is number eleven. Uh, Pete Maravich number fifteen. Did my favorite uh, point guard only Mo Cheeks make it? I don't see Mo Cheeks on here. <laughs> <laughs> Walt Frazier was number fourteen. Clyde. Russell Westbrook, number 12. Earl, Timmy Hardaway, number 17. Uh, Earl the Pearl Monroe. The UTEP two-step, bro. <laughs> uh, yeah, where, where's Bernard King? Let me, I just scroll down here. It's a whole... It's a big list. It's Josh. a big I list. Can I see Muggsy Bogues, number 33. Muggsy Bogues, the 33 greatest point guards of all time? Yeah, 33's... It's down there. Yeah. It's <laughs> not, wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. It's actually not when you think about it, because there's 30 teams in the NBA every year. Mm-hmm. So you think in the, in our lifetime, the Muggsy Bogues g- gets the list of. Uh, I don't buy that. But I, I Syracuse's t- own Dave Bing was number 44 on the list. Ironically, number 44. Uh, they there, was, there was there was a there was a t- actually maybe King played small forward, but there was a, there was a time when Bernard King he had about a. About a four-year run for the Knicks, where I think he must have averaged like thirty-six points a game. I mean, it was it was common that he scored forty points a game, multiple games in a mm-hmm. row. I mean, on teams that weren't that good. I mean, watching him in Madison Square Garden when I was a kid was unbelievable how good he was. And his name doesn't even come up as greatest players ever. And he's one of the greatest players I ever saw play. Now that I look at Muggsy Bogues, yeah, his numbers are horrible. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. Like he's number 33 all time. Dude, I mean, this, we're talking about 50 years of 70 years of basketball. He's three inches shorter than me. I though, know he is. So I gotta maybe they give him some credit because he's so tiny. He averaged, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> he averaged seven points a game in his career, seven assists, and that's number 33 all time. All time. Do me a favor. Google Bernard King's career. And what do you see? You don't think of this guy, but I'm not kidding when I tell you how good he was. Oh, take a look at this. Bernard King averaged 22 points a game and three assists. Okay. But where is uh, um, each year how many points he scored per game? Uh, he averaged 32 points a game in 84 85. That oh. was his high, and he led, the, uh, he led the league in scoring that year. God, he was unbelievable to watch. 22 points a game. Come on. Come on. But it's weird how they did it, too, because like they have LeBron and King was a forward, but, you know, so. Yeah, you go Le- way down the list. Le- Le- LeBron's not a point guard. How do, you, yeah. how do you gauge that? He's just not a point guard. I think Tony's here from Cam's. Let's go to break corner and we and Tony from Cam's. Yes, food time. He did. Pizza. This is ESPN Radio. 97.7 FM Syracuse. And 100.1 FM Oswego. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show. Mm-hmm. Hey now, my mouth is full of delicious Cam's Pizza. Bacon Chicken Ranch, baby. I'm going there. I'm sorry, I got to say, Tony's in the studio. What's going on, Tony? Good morning. How you doing? Man, we're doing great. So, Cam's is pretty much like Walmart now, is it not really? I mean, when you think about it. I mean, anybody that eats pizza in this area eats at Cam's, and justifiably so. Josh? Oh, my favorite. I got one up by me. I can pass two or three on the way home in case I need it, you know, a little eating, a little, uh, little driving around pizza, put it in the there passenger seat. 
door right there. You yeah. know, by the slice out by me, he's got a store up on uh, 31 and 57. 57. Yep. Stop there, grab a slice or two. Get a road pie. Yeah, get a road pie. Well, just grab a road pie. <laughs> slice to eat on the way home while you're waiting to feed the family, of course. Well, the only thing about a road pie you got to be careful about. You want to turn the box to open towards you while you're driving, because if you you know if you aim it to the front, then you pull it back, mm-hmm. and you want the lid to hit the passenger window, mm-hmm. so you can just keep that's road experience right that's there. A, that's a pro. That's a pro that's tip right, right there. That's a guy who knows his cams. That's mm-hmm. right. And the way you eat the pizza right now, fold it in half that slice, mm-hmm. you got it down. Yeah, you let the oil drip in here, and then I take the I take you guys the crust. are. A- I dip it in the oil later Perfect. on. Perfect. You were talking with Daniel before we came back. That you guys are going to be everywhere. You're just a taste of Syracuse with us. Yes, we did. You're going to be doing Bacon Fest, you said. Leon Fest next, yes, Thursday. next Thursday. Do you know what Leon Fest is, Daniel? I don't know if I've told you this. Um, Every year we do a uh, family-friendly, free kickoff summer event over event. at the Parkway, Onondaga Lake Parkway. Bring the kids down, bounce houses, face painting. We got live music, a tons of stuff going on. It's free. You bring everybody. And then uh, Tony's going to be there making up pies, as he always does. I swing by and see him almost every Leon festival. It's a halfway to Christmas. Yeah, festival. that too, yeah. More importantly and intriguing are the bacon knots. Yeah, a bacon yes. fest coming a up bacon uh, fest. Yep. here downtown again. You got bacon knots? Yeah, they were a big hit last year, so we're going to bring them back. So it's a, it's a, it's twisted up dough jammed with bacon, and you dip it in ranch dressing. Yeah, but we'll get the ranch dressing cooked right in there with some cheese, too. Oh. Yeah, over the top. I could just go now. <laughs> I could just go now and make it bacon month. And you know what I love about Tony, too? Tony could be one of these guys who just sends the car out. He has his employees do it or whatever. He's always at these things. Oh, yeah. You always, like, you'd think, like, Tony's got, listen, Tony's a busy man. He's a he's an entrepreneur. He's got all these successful businesses. You'd think, why would he be at a festival in a hot, steamy cart making pies? He's now, back there. Now. I miss all the fun. Yeah. <laughs> now. You can complete the circle with exactly what you just said. No, I'm talking funny because I'm eating pizza. I don't care. That's all. <laughs> so here's what I mean by that. You got all these successful businesses. You got all these great restaurants. And you know what? Tony's even there. Now you know why they're successful exactly. businesses. Mm-hmm. Now you know why people want to come with their families and go to cams. Mm-hmm. Because it's run by a family man who understands that when he's there to get it off its feet and get it to the place he wants it, make sure the employees are doing the things... Greeting. When we went into his place, and we showed up at the place in Cicero, mm-hmm. hi, how are you? Everyone was smiling. Everyone came up. They, they, the service. They were, you know, that's what it's about when you want to go, particularly when you want to go with your kids. When you want someone to come to your home, think about the number of people you invite to your home. Mm-hmm. When you invite camps to come deliver to your home, you get a respectable kid who's going to come to your door. He's going to say, please, thank you. He's going to have the pizza hot. He's going to have the chance. You know what I mean? It's In a, a bow tie. There's, there, there's the way to do it. And you know what? Hats off to you, Tony, because you do it the way I grew up, the way my father taught me it's supposed to be done. That's the way you're supposed to do business. And that's uh, why you're successful. Thank you. I appreciate it. I'm blessed. I got a great crew, great people working for me. They get all the credit. I couldn't do it without them. Truly blessed. Starts from the top and trickles down. Though, I got to say thanks to Tony, too, because we took that bus trip to New York uh, for the Mets Met Yankees and he fed the bus. Talk about I'm road a, pizza, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> fed the bus. Like, we had tons of pies. Just pie after pie. Yeah. We had four extra pies when the, the trip was over. Seth brought them all home? <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, Seth probably brought them home. He's, he's probably rolling around with him right now. <laughs> <laughs> you can got never run out. He got them frozen up there. But everybody it loved it. Yeah, it was great. You a Yankee fan, Tom? I am not. Oh, oh. I am not. Oh. Are, you, are you a Matt fan? I am not. Uh-oh. Oh, my God. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Everyone gets one guess. Everyone gets one guess. Phillies. 
I'm going to say, yeah, I was going to say Phillies too, but no, no but I'm not going there now because you're wrong. Uh, okay, so he's. I'm not born in this state. Oh no! Oh no! 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 Don't tell me. Is it? Is it? Let me just get one hint. Would it be if you're a Yankee fan, a really bad place that you're? A, yes. He's a Boston fan. Yes. Oh, I got it. Oh, <laughs> wow. He's a Sox fan. Well, there goes all the South Camps. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> More of a Bruins fan. Oh, he's, yeah. He's a Massachusetts guy. Yeah. Born and raised up in Mass? Yes. Wow. I like how you skated and didn't vote on anything, Josh. <laughs> I was going to say Braves, cause, but you guessed. I was going to just guess Braves, like out of nowhere, but you guessed. With- <laughs> you get a lot of good pizza in Massachusetts, Connecticut area. I've noticed that on my road trips. You get good pizzas. You are a fast food furnace, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, I know. Good, I know good food when I see it. Mm-hmm. You're a fast food furnace. This is good pizza. Let's get the Boston take on this. <clears throat> now that we have Tony in studio, Kyrie Irving was offered a, a, a large contract extension to play with Boston. Now he's coming off an injury. We don't even know how good he's going to be. Presumably, he's going to be all right. He turns down the extension and says, I just don't think this is a smart move for any of us right now. Does that not smell of when this contract's up, I'm out of here? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. No, I, I think he wants to see how they do next year with the core they've got, you know, before he signs the extension because then he's stuck there. Well, they went to seven. Yeah, it was a totally different team than it's going to be with him on the court, you know, so... I, I think it's a smart move. You you play this year out, and if they want you, they'll still give you the money. When I hear a move like that, again, not that I've been very successful betting you lately, but <laughs> I got to bet that the guy doesn't want to stay in Boston. Because it, it, this is the same as as um, Chris Paul saying, I'm not sure if I want to sign an extension right now. Uh, he knows what would happen if he was on the court. I mean, I would, I would venture to believe that if Kyrie Irving was 100% healthy, Boston would have been a lot better than they were. Yeah, yeah, they're going to be a better team. I just, I, I think it's smart. If you got one more year to play, play it, and then, then make your decision. That's how I would handle it. He's history. He's out of Boston, we'll and see. he, and he just told them so. In well, my opinion, we'll see. Mm-hmm. Take a quick mm-hmm. break here. Finish up our slices, Tony. Cam's Pizzeria. Thank you so much. We love Cam's. Thank you. Guys, enjoy those cannolis, too. We bring you. Oh, Oh, the fresh cannolis over here with the diabetic. I'm going into a coma. That (laughs) was the first time I've had chicken bacon ranch, and now I know why you all love it so much. Yeah, dude. That's 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 as good as it gets. That is my my go-to. It is my desert island pie. If I had one pie, I'd (laughs) eat every day. It's my desert island pie. I think about it. I dream about it. <laughs> All right, uh-huh. look for look for Tony over at uh, Leon Fest coming up next Thursday, and of course Bacon Fest coming up very soon. Thank you. We'll Thank come you. back. ESPN Thanks, Radio. Tom. Every strikeout, one two pitch, breaking ball, swing and a miss. There it is, a baker's dozen for Jacob Degrom. Every run, hit deep to left field. Home run number three is on the way, and there she goes. Every walk off, swing a high fly ball, deep right field. Jay Bruce hits it out. The home of Mets baseball. Conforto towards the alley on the run. Diving! What a catch! Michael Conforto stabs it out of the air! ESPN Radio 97.7, 100.1, 1200 AM, and 1440 AM. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show. Hey now. I think we left something in the uh, in the tank, didn't we? I got my kicker for so long. We started uh, talking point guards. Strong. 
greatest point guards of all time. So, uh, okay, what do you got? And then Tony showed up, and we stuffed our fat faces. I'm gonna restuff with Tony. How's stuff. that food taste, boys? Let me ask you that. Good. Good. You know what? Feeling that, full. That's a pretty. That's a pretty monster pie. I don't. You know, I know it sounds contrived when you have like someone on the radio and you say yeah. their stuff's good. That pizza is I told good. You. I told you, right? It is good. Yeah, so good then, stuff. let me tell you this. From the year 2000 to the year 2014, 27,000 people and eight people died linked to outbreaks associated with public pools and public hot tubs. Oh, no. No, wait, 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 wait. Explain that more. Outbreaks associated with. The CDC has released a something called the Morbidity and mor- Mortality Report that says more than 27,000 people reported sickness and eight people died Due to pathogens that cannot be killed by pool chemicals. So eight year, so eight people over four years died. Eight people over fifteen years. Oh, that's nothing. I thought it was ten to fourteen. No, twenty, but twenty-seven thousand people got that's sick. That's nothing, Josh. You're not bothered by that? No, no. Over fourteen years, oh. eight people died. The pathogens. There is a, an acceptable casualty rate. <laughs> there really is. You know, you, when they, nobody when should they, die. That's minuscule. When they talk about like a nuclear attack, they go, well, you know, we'd lose a million, but we would save two million. You think like a million people would die in the on. blink of an eye? It's an acceptable casualty Hold rate, on. Mr. Bowman. They didn't die from drowning. They died no, they from got, getting in the pool. They got feces in their mouth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, people poop. Some <laughs> people poop, Some Josh. In, the, in like their wounds. It is... Something called cryptosporium, a parasite that causes diarrhea and is resistant to chlorine. It gets there's there's a bug that gets in your nose through water and eats your brain too, Josh. They they recommend that you when you do the neti pots mm. that you boil your water first or you use distilled water so you don't get the uh, brain eating amoeba. That you can, can now check the brain eating amoeba. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's my band. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You can now uh, buy, or I guess you probably always could, but uh, sales of test strips have gone up where you can check the poop levels in the pool. <laughs> the poop strip? <laughs> yeah. You the can poop, test the chlorine meter. So bromine level. Will you not allow your kid to go to a water park It's now? very hard for me. I do it because I know they love it, but if we go to like a public pool or a water park, I have to really like not think about it. I want them to come up with, you want to know who's going to have the greatest come up with? The guy who comes up with the chemical... That you that doesn't hurt you, that you put in the hot tub, you put in the pool, you put whatever, and immediately when someone urinates, it turns red, so you can yeah. see when the person. That's always pe- the wise tip. I've told, I've even told my kids that I don't care, because <coughs> I I had I was suspect that they were peeing in the pool, in the public pool, and I go, you do know that there's a chemical in there that when you go, it's going to turn bright blue around you. And they're like, what? Did what they go did? for it? Did they go for oh, it? Oh, they they're terrified now. That's what you got to do. Yeah, you got to. You got to lie. So it's the Santa Claus of peeing, basically. <laughs> yeah, it tells. <laughs> You can, lie yeah. you can just lie to your kids about anything. Yeah, it's the sodium to. pentothal pool treatment. Yeah, you have to. Your children do not trust you after you have to just tell them all the lies. <laughs> no, there's a chemical in this pool right now. You, oh, you, yeah. There's definitely a chemical anything, in the pool, kids. They will know. Do you ride the rides at water parks? Will you go in the pool at a public place? We, yeah. I, I have a big time problem with hot tubs. Hot tubs gross me out. Hot tubs I are know. so gross. It's like a hot stew of yeah, bacteria. Yeah, it's a big cappuccino of dna and oh, I, don't I don't want like nothing it. to do with it no. i want nothing to do with it and I, I i i will go on the rides like i said only because i know it brings my kids joy the guy's junk is all 
marinating in the <laughs> hot tub, and then the it's, water's spritzing up in your oh, face. No, 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 no. no. And then that, I always told myself that the chlorine is cleaning the water, and I know it's a That lie. weird foam that starts off at the top of a hot tub. Oh, no. like the frothy, yeah, that the did, frothy did, bubbles. Yeah, like yeah, the stuff you have to order extra at Starbucks. That foam, I don't want it. Can I get a little hot tub foam, please? A little hot tub froth. I don't want it in my hot tub. Uh, it's terrible. It's disgusting, man. Oh, it's disgusting. I'll do I, it though. I have to admit, I got fo- foamage. I get foamage. So what happened was Robin. You have a hot tub? <clears throat> yeah. Oh, must be nice, baller. Robin has uh, very um, south of the border sensitivities to to chlorine, to different stuff. So um, (laughs) I'm just telling you, she's got sensitivities. Sure, she's glad that the world knows. (laughs) Honey, Mm -hmm. honey, yeah, sensitivities there. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, So I had to buy from this company in Florida um, a, a special, like, you know, homeopathic, totally natural, blah, blah, blah. And you have to treat the, and it's not the same. It's not the same. There's something about getting into a thing that has chlorine that you know everything's dead. You know, you're yeah. good. You I hope, mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, the chlorine may not be the greatest thing for you. I don't know what the long term studies mm-hmm. that are. But when I put this stuff in, I'm just not confident that it's it's really like doing its thing. But the when I you know I have the turn the the blower on the bottom, yeah. and it just turns into these massive bubbles that come up first that cleans everything, mm-hmm. and then you got to let that settle down. And, uh, and yet, she is still not once. I spent $375 on a crate of these things. She's not one time been in the hot tub. You might as well just... <laughs> not one time. It's a year. She yeah. hasn't been in the hot tub once. <laughs> you might as well just fill it up with vinegar. I know. At this point, be like... soaking vinegar. Yeah, <laughs> Pickle yourself in vinegar. I oh, can't... that's just terrible. It's like people that clean their house with... I know, I know this is going to get me in trouble with that homeopathic garbage. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. like the, like the no, thieves. No, that's not killing the flu. You need you need Lysol. Yeah, there's certain there's certain um, elements that are in there, like alcohol or chlorine or bleach. More bleach, bleach the better. Ammonia too. Ammonia mm-hmm. kills. If you got something that's going down, put a little ammonia on it. You want to wipe it out. Yeah, I, I need, spray some ammonia on that mold. I need to clean my house like it's a crime scene every night. I freak out. All I the need, pine saw, yeah, all, all the bleach. You know what you do with a situation like that? When I was single, you bring the girl in once a month and just have her do the full blown top to bottom. And then you got like a week where it's pretty good. Then you got another week where it's sloughing off. Then I that third week it looks like crap. But but you still get that nice. I can't do it. I gotta bleach the. I gotta bleach the kitchen counters every night. Clean the bathroom. Everything gets a wipe. Are you a germaphobe? No, no, not really. I don't think you got more microbes in your beard than most toilets. <laughs> yeah, you do. You probably do. Yeah, yeah, you got some action going. Your on. face is full of poop. It's <laughs> covered in it. What's wrong with you? Your face is full of poop. It is. It's had more people sit on it. Than- <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 oh no! Wow. And who is the one that needs to take an underwater swim in the oh, vinegar no. hot tub? <laughs> Ah, the douche tub. Oh, facial douche. <laughs> you need a facial douche. Facial douche. Are we done here? Hey, guys. Don't, I don't know, it's spe- fine. We're on facial which, douche. Uh, Let's get out of here. Uh, Speaking Daniel, of facial douching. This, the Daniel Baldwin Show is brought to you by the New York State Department of Health. Oh, there wow. you go. Perfect tie-in. So, there you go. Clean your... An advocate of facial douching, the New York State Department of Health, ladies and gentlemen. Yep, we'll talk to you all tomorrow.